0: Welcome to Better Questions Podcast. Today we have a question from my good friend Seamus. Seamus asked, who are the Nephilim? Great question, Seamus. Always coming through with those questions. Um, The Nephilim are a reference from Genesis 6, verses 1 through 4. Um, And before I start, I, I have to say, when I was in college... I had an intramural basketball team that I coached, which if you're familiar with college intramural athletics, typically teams don't have a coach. But that tells you a little bit about the lunacy of this team that we called ourselves the Nephilim. Uh, It was our our team name. And we made t-shirts. We had a radio broadcast. We really went all out. We had a cheerleading squad. It was absurd. And I will never forget those great memories. Now, had I really known what the Nephilim were, maybe we would have chosen a different mascot. Um, So let's unpack this a little bit. The one thing that that the Bible says about the Nephilim is that they were um, men of old legends of renown. And we don't really have a perfect answer for this There's a lot of mystery here. So we're going to, again, the purpose of this podcast is to wrestle with hard questions and seek to ask better ones. And so we're going to do that. We're going to wrestle here with what the Nephilim are because there are different theories. Um, So what were the Nephilim? According to, so, so there are certain sources outside of our Canon outside of the Bible, the book of Enoch, for example, and some other non biblical writings, where essentially they reference the Nephilim as a race of giants and superheroes, essentially, who did great evil. And the theory uh, placed by many is that their size and power was like a mix of demonic DNA with human genetics. So essentially, that these demons were mating if you will, with human females. And it created this sort of super race. This has been fictionalized. If you saw the, um, oh, who directed? Darren Aronofsky's Noah, Russell Crowe, I think, plays Noah. Um, they depict the Nephilim as fallen angels that are encased in a rock. Um, but again, like really all we get Let's read Genesis 6-4. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of man, and they bore children to them. These were the mighty men who were of old, the men of renown. So that's kind of where, again, we're getting this idea. Um, the sons of God, which I, I think has been interpreted by many to be a sort of demonic thing. Um, now, this is... Again, challenging, because what happens to them? Well, we know that the flood comes, okay? Um, Immediately, in the mention of the Nephilim, God's word says, the Lord saw how many great men's wickedness on earth had become, and, and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the time. The Lord was grieved that he had made man on the earth, and his heart was filled with pain. So the Lord said, I will wipe mankind, right? This is the reason for... The flood, that God wipes the entire earth clean, killing everyone other than Noah, his family, and the animals on the ark. All else perished, including the Nephilim. So, I think the Nephilim were this sort of human race of giants that were very evil. They were wreaking havoc on earth at the time, and part of the motivation for the flood. I mean, we can sort of make those... Assumptions based on what we know of the text. Now, when we say that Genesis is history, what what we're not saying is that it is a full detailed report of everything that happened. Okay. I believe that it is a historical account, but it leaves a lot of gaps for us to fill in. We don't know a lot of the details. We sort of get the big picture. It's not a comprehensive history book and it shouldn't be read that way. Um, in Numbers, uh, there's a reference to the Nephilim. I think in Numbers 13, the descendants of Enoch come from the Nephilim. Um, and there's a, there's a line that says, we saw the Nephilim there. We seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes when we looked the same to them. Okay, so it doesn't necessarily say the Nephilim were there, but just that the spies thought that they were the Nephilim. So, it's possible. Um, it's possible that after the flood, there were more Nephilim that were created. Um, it's possible that these traits were passed down. I Again, I don't know. Um, but it seems that God has put an end to this. Uh, Jude 6, verse 2 or sorry, Jude verse six says, the angels who did not keep their positions of authority, but abandoned their own home, these he has kept in darkness, bound with everlasting chains for judgment on the great day. So, a lot of interpreters will take that to mean, um, not that all demons are in prison today, but these specific demons who had created the most grievous of sins are now gonna be held hostage. And that that is my my guess. My best interpretation is that the Nephilim are no longer walking this earth because at some point God is like, no more. And we're I have authority over you and we're putting you away, I'm bound with everlasting chains. So, yeah, great questions. What did these things look like? I would imagine they looked like giants, very large people and they were uh, agents of havoc and chaos. And at one certain point in history, God said no more. I think one of the better questions here is, again, it's a question of hermeneutics, which is a fancy way of saying, how do we, how do we interpret the Bible? How do we interpret the book of Genesis, for example, um, that has these great stories? I believe that there was a a flood. Uh, There are some would say, no, that's all just mythology and we shouldn't read it as literal. And I take the position of, no, no, no. I believe this is actually telling us a history. Now, the particulars of the history, the Bible just isn't interested in. Like we'll get certain uh, specifics on certain things, but if you read the book of Genesis, um, there's going to be a lot of just parts left out, time jumps, um, spaces that aren't filled in for us where we have to sort of uh, assume there was a lot going on in that certain space and time. So how we interpret Genesis is really important. Um, And uh, I believe the Nephilim existed. I don't think they were just a myth. Um, As to what they are, I'm not exactly sure, but they sound terrifying. And yeah, you know what? I stand by Uh, my intramural basketball team is a great name because you know, you're trying to intimidate the other team in college intramurals. I think our team went undefeated and then lost in the playoffs. So, you know, we had a good run. All right. Thanks again for tuning in to better questions podcasts where we wrestle with hard questions and seek to ask better ones. I hope that you join us soon. Again, we have some great interviews coming and, um, you want to send in a question you can do that at eastminster.org betterquestions or you can also send it to my the email betterquestions@eastminster.org. at eastminster.org have a great week and we will see you on the next podcast grace and peace